You're listening to a Roddenberry podcast. Pop quiz. Think back to the first time you saw a graphical user interface, a computer's desktop, the first time you saw programs running in individual windows, the first time you saw live teleconferencing on a computer screen, or even a computer mouse. Now think back to the first time that the public at large saw these things. The original Macintosh? Nope. The Xerox Palo Alto Research Center infamously visited by Steve Jobs while the Mac was in development? No. I'm Earl Green, and this is your Sci-Fi 5, five minutes of science fiction history for December 9th, and it was on this day in 1968, yes, 68, that a visionary computer engineer named Douglas Engelbart staged a practical demonstration of nearly every aspect of modern computing that we take for granted and rely on today. It was a Monday afternoon in San Francisco, which was hosting the fall session of the Joint Computer Conference, which at the time was a big deal primarily to engineers and programmers, and not the sort of event at which one would expect the kind of foresight that you would probably assume could only happen with the aid of time travel. According to the schedules and posters seen by attendees of the conference, Dr. Engelbart's session was billed as a demonstration of a research center for augmenting human intellect, and it was very much a live demonstration. Instead of facing the audience from behind a lectern, Engelbart was seated at the cluster of custom-made computer components assembled for the demo, including a keyboard, a screen, a camera, and a large wooden block with a large red button, the first computer mouse. Additional cameras were used to project Engelbart and his creation onto a large projector screen so the packed house could see what he was doing. He demonstrated a computer system that was capable of word processing, clickable links in a text document, also known as hypertext, graphics, and the ability for multiple users to collaborate simultaneously on editing a single document. And the jaw-dropping part was that Engelbart's revolutionary pile of hardware had a twin 30 miles away at his lab at the Stanford Research Institute, where his collaborators on this demonstration were. Douglas Engelbart's Mother of All Demos, a name given to this 1968 event in a 1990s retrospective, received a standing ovation and fired off the imaginations of other engineers, especially those at the Xerox Palo Alto Research Center, who created their own implementation of Engelbart's ideas in the late 1970s. It was a demo at Xerox that was witnessed by Steve Jobs and the team at Apple Computer that was about to embark on creating the Macintosh, so you can draw a direct line from Dr. Engelbart's mind-blowing San Francisco presentation to the original Mac, Microsoft Windows, and just about everything that has come since. But the state of the art in 1968 was way behind where Engelbart's imagination was. In fact, prior to his public presentation, Engelbart found that just discussing or publishing his ideas wasn't taken too seriously by very many people, because surely the technology didn't exist yet. That's why he and his team at Stanford had to build their own hardware from the ground up for a practical real-world demonstration. And even into the 1970s, when microcomputers began to take off, many didn't have screens or even keyboards. Think of the Altair 8800, which was a blue box with switches and tiny light bulbs. A dumb terminal had to be connected to give the Altair either a keyboard or a real display. As for a mouse, no one outside of that event had ever even heard of a computer mouse. 
It's fair to say that Douglas Engelbart was two decades ahead of the curve, but once the processing power existed at something of a reasonable price point, suddenly the makers of every computer operating system remembered that demo, the one that happened 53 years ago today, when an engineer from Stanford plucked the shape of things to come straight out of the future and showed it to an auditorium full of fellow engineers and inventors a few months before humans had even landed on the moon. Remember that the next time you use your own research center for augmenting human intellect to look at amusingly captioned pictures of cats. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5 for December 9th. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment, executive producer Rod Roddenberry. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.rottenberry.com.